What's up, Ecosystem? Welcome back to ATI Auto Business. Dispatching live on Thursdays. My name is Jay. We bring auto logistics video news connecting retail, wholesale logistics, and tech. Your auto transport community media since 2017. Please do jump in the live chat. Click like if you got time. Oh, I went to hit the bell. I moved the bell. We'll be talking about that more today. So please do click a like, leave a comment, share, jump in the live chat. Thank you so much. Uh, we're going to jump into industry news here. But, but before we do, let's please do help me wish a very warm welcome to my co-host, Sue. Can you see me and hear me okay? I can. How are you doing today? I'm great. Ding. See, I have to say it instead of do it. Uh, we have a great show today. We have Super Dispatch on in about a half hour. So uh, cancel your lunch plans and join Jay and Sue on Dispatching Live with Super Dispatch support. We have Mac, Jake, and then Stan is going to join because Stan is a regular and he helps, uh, you know, keep the. We have a lot to learn and share, and so he's going to help keep us on track. So that's pretty cool that's coming up. Um, so let's do this. I always do, uh, oh, and that's super dispatch, you know, and support is, support is important. Sue, why is support so important as a carrier or a shipper when it comes to technology? Well, I mean, obviously if you can't get something done quickly and you need help, you need support and who doesn't? I mean, we have so many glitches right now going on <laughs> that we're going to be talking about here shortly. That's right. That, Dang. you know, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's a very important aspect in everything we do, whether it's for a load board or for a broker or a transporter. I mean, we're support for all of our transporters, too, you know. Right. That's right. You're relied on as support for your transporters. And then mm -hmm. when you have an issue with technology... You know, but not all support is the same. Every company does it no. different. Some you can only chat bot, right? Yeah. Some you can call, some, some you, you can some email, you some you can't do anything. <laughs> so that's why we're talking about Some you support. never hear from ever again. <laughs> right, exactly. Hey, black hole. So this is why yeah. we're talking about, I mean, support is a really big issue. This isn't... Uh, you know, I will, I'm a camera one. I, I really do try now that, you know, we know that ATI is here every week, right? So the goal right. is to try to really do shows on topics that are actually important. It's not, yeah. it's not easy. But I see a lot of shows and podcasts that kind of drop off because they're not really doing anything. There's actually right. a show out there that says they're saving the industry one show at a time. Stop. <laughs> You're not saving the industry <laughs> one show at a time, especially given some of the topics you're covering. Um, right. So anyways, this is important because when you can't get support and you need it, boy, oh boy. Now, who, now you, yeah. that's when you kick the dog. Don't kick the dog. <laughs> Get support. Um, it's Dispatching Live every Thursdays. You know the show. You know what's going on. Um, oh, darn it. Here we go. All right. Please do be advised that 
and aware that the views and analysis provided on Dispatching Live relate to the auto transport industry as a whole and may not relate directly to ATI Auto Business, Auto Transport Intel, any affiliates, advertisers, or audience members. All viewers and participants of this content expressly waive any rights during this live program, whether in voice, chat, comment, video, or audio, and have been advised and encouraged not to say or express any opinions that may relate directly to ATI, Auto Business, Auto Transport, Intel, any affiliates, advertisers, audience members, or any other company or individual and should not feel like they have the right to do so. What that means is that if I share something and you know the company, keep it to yourself. Or not you can live chat you have that ability but i'm encouraging you not to because we're just trying to talk about subject matter rather than bashing you know i just read this is crazy this is what this is what the disclaimer is really all about i just read that on uh on newyorkpost.com because you gotta you know you gotta you gotta flip through the magazine rack and see what's going on in the world and there is a, at Harvard, there's a van driving around with the names and photos, and maybe more information, of people that supported one side over the other in the recent Middle East conflict. Wow. A van is driving around campus with the pictures and names and information of people that they disagreed with politically. Okay. Okay. No. <laughs> okay. That is not exercising freedom of speech. That is called going too far. And we're going to try not to go too far. We don't want to cross any lines again. All right. Here we go. Uh, let's see. So, oh, yeah. Whoa. Whoa. You feel a little queasy? That's the dispatching live effect. I know. It's strange. What we're doing is we're actually sharing truth in automotive without crossing the line. Strange, isn't it? It's weird. We're your auto transport community media since 2017. That's ATI Auto Business, full ecosystem, new, used, auctions, dealers, carriers, brokers, shippers. Everybody's welcome. It's the ecosystem's neutral zone, and we want to keep it that way. So, uh... I want to share with you, last Thursday, we had Royce of Auto Hauler Exchange on the show. You know, that was some awesome content. Did you think so? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like the fact that it's a load board that doesn't really involve brokers. And you know what I mean? Or transporters who list cars. Hey. <laughs> Ding. Exactly. <You> know. <laughs> exactly. El no posto yep. load crapola. Right? I think that's yeah. what it means in Latin. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so it's great. And they were back on Tuesday night, on Tuesday Night's Live, with more information. I got to say, that's what's cool about talking to Auto Hauler Exchange, is there's enough new information to actually do two shows in a week and continue to learn stuff. That was awesome. Yeah, I love these guys. Also, if you missed it, I'm going to share the link to this. This was an awesome show. Now, I know it's an hour and a half. And it kind of came out of nowhere, but it was loading a car hauler live, loading a nine car hauler live, loading a nine car hauler live. I put the link in the live chat. And um, if you haven't seen it, go check it out. You know what's great about watching on demand is you can just click around. You can actually, you can watch the whole show in like two minutes. Just click around, get a sample, get a taste of it. And then you'll see like a, a moment where you're like, oh, wow. What's he doing with the pocket? 
It's really neat. He loads nine cars. It doesn't take an hour and a half for him to do the whole thing. Maybe an hour and a quarter. Which is pretty fast given, you know, good weather conditions. All the vehicles are staged nearby and he knows what he's going to do. But John Pulley is a professional car hauler. And he was the car hauler on this one. It was really, really cool. So um, we'll go into show me the truck here in a second. Thanks everybody for jumping in the live chat. Oh, I went to go hit the bell again. <laughs> Do you know why I don't have the bell? No bell for you. Yeah, why? no bell for me. Well, I um, let's do this. I'll come back to show me the truck here in a second. So I had this guy say... Uh, stop the bell. <laughs> yeah. Hey, is there any chance to stop with the effing bell? Not only is it annoying, but it makes your show unwatchable, and I'm stopping watching after 10 minutes. Wow, okay. Ouch. But you know what? Yeah. Okay, so ouch, so big deal. So Jay stubbed his toe. No big deal. Uh, maybe he's right. You know? Like, that's what truth in automotive looks like. Maybe other people are right about things that we can't tell. So I launched a poll on LinkedIn. Should I stop ringing the bell during my shows on ATI? The choices are, yes, I hate the bell. No, I love the bell. The bell doesn't bother me. And what is ATI? <laughs> uh, oh, you're hilarious. <laughs> I launched it yesterday. Here are the results so far. People are chiming in. 65% ah. No, I love the bell. Where's that bell? Well, then go I moved bell. it. <laughs> no, dude. <laughs> so one, I think it's a few people said I hate the bell. The bell doesn't bother me. That actually surprised me. That a quarter it, I, of I the response said <laughs> the bell doesn't bother me. And nobody has yet said, what is ATI? Which is also really, really cool. Yeah, that is cool. That's neat. Which is going to change now that I said that. You know, it's like everything else. As soon as I mention the audience, half of them leave. Uh, <laughs> we'll come back to other news, but I did want to, you know, let's jump in the live chat. Help me out. Um, what's it, Who's in the live chat? What's going on in the live chat? Um... We... we got Stefan family, ding. Yep. Oh, Super Mac, we have Stan, we have Chris Chamberlain's on here. Carlos is on here. Mark is on here. BGA, Elena. Elena, yeah. Oh, a lot of people. Yeah, and hey, we're going to be talking about Central DGA. Dispatch loads here in a minute. Yeah, DD. So keep it coming. Hey, if, you, if you have up to, hey, everybody, Douglas is here. If you have updates, Michael G, cool. Michael G's been watching Central Dispatch. If you have something to add about Central Dispatch load count, see, again, camera one. Yeah, I'm not trying to cause a problem or talk. This is news. If there's a problem with Central Dispatch load volume, how many people does that actually affect? It's in the thousands, right? Thousands, absolutely. Thousands. Okay, so that makes it newsworthy. If it's newsworthy, we're mm. going to talk about it, but... Just like Brian Williams doesn't bring out the trash live on CBS. So we're going to try to just talk about it as if it were news. And maybe, you know, have a little fun. Okay. Um, Junior Machado, do you guys think that it's a good idea to start a new carrier? Three cars hauling right now. Sue? I personally... This is the worst time of the year. I mean, and... and, and 
the problem is a lot of these people are looking at this stuff and they're talking to people and they're being told they're making thousands of dollars a week that's still happening and that's not what's happening i mean like i said it's the slow time of the year and it's been slow all year but this is even worse um i don't know if i would start it just yet um or, or if you're going to be prepared you know what i mean this is a good time everybody doesn't understand that it takes time to build up your reputation. It does take time to get signed up with certain brokers. Sometimes it's six months. Sometimes it's a year. Um, if you're going to start, I guess, um, just keep those things in mind that you're not going to be making gazillions of dollars every week like everybody tells you. And you definitely want to get started with signing up with every broker that you can. And then just keep in mind that not all of them can be signed up. I personally would probably wait, but I mean, we don't know what's going to happen after the 1st of January either, right? I mean, it could be still slow. So I guess if you're going to get your feet wet, get it wet now. <laughs> so that way you're going through the bad season, you see how it goes. <laughs> and I have said, and so let's do this. Let's talk numbers. Let's do what the accountant would do. Okay. So pull but, out a spreadsheet and calculate what's your truck loan. I don't know mm -hmm. your situation. What's your, right. what's your trailer payment? Right. What's that insurance payment? That's literally line yep. number one. Yep. And I mean, get a real number, right? Yeah. Yes. Um, so insurance, truck, trailer. Now let's go through some of the some of the other things. Like let's start looking at what where are you starting at? What could be a potential lane or triangle mm -hmm. or square, whatever you're planning on doing. Um, who else is, you know, do you, are you paying a dispatcher? Who else is in the mix? Uh, maintenance, fuel, get some of those yep. other numbers from other folks on the road with similar equipment if possible. So research is paramount. Yes. Um, do those things. Keep watching videos. Uh, you know, I say this, I'm watching, I've seen like, there's some, there's some good, like, owner operator driver car hauler videos on youtube uh -huh. so find ones that are similar and and see if you can get them to speak to you about cost and things or and also like if you talk to a knowledgeable dispatcher they can kind of give you an idea of what you could make right too. well there you go so i went on expenses right now on the revenue side is it mm. possible to get realistic numbers of what you be because you're probably going to be booking off central and you're not going to be able to get everything you see yeah and then you also have to keep in mind by meaning that you cannot get everything you see that you have to build up your reputation to have some kind of rating system on there for yourself and that means that they're going to choose other transporters over you because they have more experience so just keep right. those things in mind too start That's at the, the end of the line yeah. yeah you're the yep. last kid on the playground to get chosen for dodgeball right which is that so was hard that, that was a little too much i think well, i crossed the line I mean, no i mean it's kind of true i mean but, even with yeah. us we've been doing this for almost 20 years and if you sign up with us a lot of times we can get loads that probably another dispatcher can't get just because they know us and they trust us but that that is no not an end-all deal hey yeah. no kidding shout yeah. out to all the dispatchers ding that have relationships and get loads that i i know you're right about this yeah because it's true after a while you know how to talk to somebody 
Well, and, and it's not just and, that. And it's they know like, your reputation, like, too. But Right. Yeah, they, yeah. They'll know me. Like, I can call them and say, oh, well, hey, Sue, and I'll say, okay, What do you mean talk company. to somebody? Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey. And, you know, and yeah, they'll okay. go, okay, well, I'll give them and a shot over somebody else. I mean, also, there's to talk to like that. Please live chat. Help us post in the live chat, you know, in in the kindest way. This is a safe place. You know, what what you think. I did a chart, monthly cost. Good job, Junior. Okay, yeah. that's, I'll tell you what. Number one, what you just said, you're already impressing me. Because that not everybody says can say that. All right. Yeah. The trailer, right. I'd like to pay in full. I'm located in Central Florida. Awesome. Okay. Okay, now he said Central Florida. Sue? Okay, so here comes the bad part. Yeah. <laughs> Florida is rough. It is so rough. Because um, it's so competitive. Right. It's well, it's not just because it's so competitive. It's just because they think it's like being in Texas. They can get stuff done cheap and the brokers know it. And unless it's, you know, snowbird season and right now it's the opposite of what like if you're coming out of Florida for snowbird season, the rates are higher. We're going down to Florida so they know they've got us. And so they use that against us for the loads in Florida. Um and I mean, and you can run inside the state, but I, I don't do that. And and you can do it. I just, I mean, some of those rates on there are just too cheap for what you're doing. I mean, they want to pay one hundred twenty-five dollars, one hundred fifty dollars, going from Orlando to Miami. I know that's not that many miles, but figuring your time, your gas, your, you know, it still takes a lot of time to go pick up three cars in Orlando and take them all to Miami. And most of the time, they're going to the port and stuff like that. So we usually we've got two drivers that are in Orlando, and we usually get them out, keep them out for the week, and then bring them back in. They're both five cars. Um, and it's getting harder. I mean, don't get me wrong. We're still getting them out. Um, but, of course, they've been in business. They're established. Uh, one of the guys has been in business for three or four years, so they know us. And calling to get loads is a little bit easier than the average brand-new person for sure. Um, so you got to keep that in mind. And snowbird season, season is not going to change to go back the other way until – when does it start? Was it start April, May, something like that? That's when they start going back up to New Jersey, Minnesota, you know, the upper states. So keep in mind, you're going to be having a hard time getting out of there, especially if you're brand new, and especially getting good rates. So well, it, it's a rough. It, it is. Rough it's area. actually. It's a. It's a, you got. You have several factors, as, as Sue just said, but I think one of the main ones really is. When you reach any point of the country where you have no choice but to turn around, you've just lost money. Because right. everybody, this is, gets into understanding the ecosystem. In the freight broker training school, I, okay, I'm not going to use the word guarantee. But I got donuts and dollars that bet that somebody in the corner of a freight broker training session says, Psst, Listen, there's some things that carriers aren't be able to get around. And one of them is when you get to Florida, you can't do anything but turn around. Right? Right. Okay, okay. Okay, no, you go that way. I'll, I'll go this way. Okay. Right. And now, listen, I mean, that's just the way capitalism works, which I know. Then I talk about capitalism. I need to move on because then I'm going to go... Um, hey, let's show the truck. Who wants to see some trucks? 
V is here, ding, DDD. By the way, this is crazy. Uh, the likes are probably as high as ever matching the, the people watching, and there's no bell. Do, is there a correlation? I don't think so. <laughs> you don't think? No. I don't know. I think you can bell it away. <laughs> I think no bell's bringing in the likes. <laughs> the guy accused me of, of sounding like a morning show, too. Now, let me restate that. I, I'm not, it's not that he's wrong, but what hurt me... <laughs> Right, Jay, we all really care. Um, is that like some morning shows are so bad that being compared to a morning show did bother me. Like, yeah, you know, Sneaky in the Bean or whatever they can, you know, they're those goofy, <laughs> you know. I mean, they're so morning shows are so bad, I guess, because we're so tired in the morning that they got to go like, you know, super wacky. Yeah, anyways, let's look at some trucks. Um, Jeff shared this. Hey, Jeff, thanks for sending this in. And he's, he's going to tell us what's on it here on a second. But take a look at that. Look at, look at that load, man. Dang. We should get him loading a nine car hauler live. I mean, that is a beautiful load. And it's a, and it's a, it's a good load. Check this out. He says, uh, all new three Scat Pack Challengers, five Hellcat Chargers, oh, and 106k Hellcat Durango. Dang, load was on the boss's 80 foot truck versus my 75 footer. Honestly, can say it fit like a glove, and even got the bypass on the Michigan scale. This one of the few times we do new, and it's at our rate. Even found a damage that was tried to be passed off onto me. Nice job, thank you, Super Dispatch. Meaning, the app saved him once again from a damage claim. Wait. Awesome, I know. That's what it's there for. That's what it's there for. Um, this just sent in. Actually, just sent in. Right, Douglas? Douglas just sent this in. Wow, Doug, where's that? Uh, now, he's in Canada, right? Isn't Canada where they have the Canadian fires? Well, well Doug is from uh, Canada. Still going? But I don't think he's there. <laughs> I don't know. Doug, where are you? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know what's going on here. But, you know, things you see by the side of the road segment. We should have that. That'd be a good segment. Things you see by the side of there the road. Go. I want to share this. This is, uh, you know, dealers are really into the software that they've got. And at some point you go, wow, that is great software. So this is, if you're a customer and you're dealing in service, because service is a profit center at a dealership. They also call it fixed ops. So, um, as a customer, oh, here you get your digital. I actually, um, recently had to have my car looked at and they gave me a phone call, but Hey, what if this just popped up on your, you know, you get the link, pop it up on your app. You can look at your, you know, what do you want to do? Approve the quote. Then they go through the inspection stuff, check this out. And then they send you a video, I guess, before you even approve it here, let's watch the video. This is kind of neat. 
My name is Will. I'll be doing your inspection today. Starting off with your air filters. We went ahead and checked your engine air filter and that looked good. Um, on the other hand, your cabin air filter does look quite dirty and full of a lot of debris, so I would recommend a new one of those. We went ahead and tested both your batteries today. Your auxiliary battery did test bad and it said that we should replace it, but your main battery did test positive, so that's good. We went ahead and swapped your oil. Um, we topped your wiper fluid off and your brake fluid looks good. Moving to the underside of your vehicle here. Looking at your shock absorbers, I don't see any leakage. Your CV shafts are tight. Everything else looks good under there. I don't see any leakage on your differential. No leakage on that shock absorber. This CV shaft is tight. All your other suspension components feel good. The exhaust hangers are good. I don't see any leakage on your transfer case or transmission. All your suspension components on the driver's side look and feel good. It's only a minute long. It feels long, doesn't it? It's like, golly, what is uh -huh. this, a movie? The movie under my car, you know? <laughs> but um, I, I share that. I think I got the idea in, in that, um, and you can take the screen when you're ready. Uh, we'll look at some central dispatch stuff. I shared that. Why did I share that? One is just, I think that's great. That's great to see technology helping a customer on behalf of a service provider. Think of all the time that was saved that you could actually get to look at your car and see it firsthand. And I wonder then, how does this apply to auto transport and car shipping? Of course, I don't know the answer. Sometimes I wonder things and I don't even have the answer. Do you believe that? And then I talk about it live. <laughs> I don't have a I don't have a bell to ding. Um, all right, what is going on with Central <laughs> Dispatch? By the way, what's happening? Well, apparently, I think what we're trying to we're assuming is going on is there's been a bunch of double listings. Um, I know Alina found out the other day that she saw a new head listed like eight of the same vehicle out of Atlanta, so that's got to be some kind of glitch. Um, for Central, I believe. And I believe someone we were talking to, was it Michael? Is that who it is? Or, hold on. Oh, yeah, Michael. Uh, Michael G., yeah, I think Flix Auto, and and yeah. Mark Grodeke also said yeah. it. So we had two totally different sources reporting right. what? We what are they reporting? That going... Well, they have that going on. That was from Elena. Well, I know that Michael was the one that had sent in saying that they had like 46,000 and then the next morning it was 36 and then it kept going up and back. So when that was happening, Elena told me about the listings, the double, triple, well, it was eight listings for the same vehicle. Um, hmm. That would have caused that. Now, this morning it was no new listings were coming up. I think it's working now, though. Um, uh, okay. Let me see. Refresh. Well, maybe not. I have no... No new, so okay, so the, there's no new listings, allegedly, allegedly okay, no go. new listings popping up on Central right now. Well, That's no, there the is thought. now. I think it oh, was happening this morning. Okay, yeah. that was this morning. So you see this, yeah, this is posted one hour ago. Um, so that was happening, which is really odd because sometimes um, I know they'll put on the front page that we're having problems, we'll get several emails. Um, Elena says it, it's not working, so. So but, just did, um, and here's speed. the so the news They're is on. we're not sure, and 
so what can we do? Can you can you call Central? Speaking of customer service um, and support, can you call yeah, Central I and believe, get an answer? I believe was it Michael that called Central and they hung up on him. Uh, oh no! Get that email. <laughs> that sounds like nasty rumor. Uh, that sounds like a Harvard van driving. Okay. Somebody called. <laughs> okay. Somebody called this morning. Well, I don't know. For the record, Jay at ATI doesn't know and isn't claiming that he does. Okay. Okay. So is that on the record? But right now. Back on the record. I mean, you can see I just um, refreshed and I've got new postings all at the top. So. Hey, is that new? The kind of that broker info at the bottom of the load? That looks new to me. This? Yeah. No, that's the way it's been. But but didn't you have to use the clickety click to get that? You still have to clickety click. Oh come I mean, on, it's not really? You everything. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> there's your phone number. There's this. There's that. You know that kind of thing. By the way, we're just kidding click. about clickety click. It's not an official thing, and we're back to the show. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, you can see there's new loads on here. I'm not sure, I'm not sure what route you're looking at. I'm going down. Come on, Joe, that was funny. And then there's still this Um, let's see here. Uh, there's some new ones on there. I don't okay, know if there's there a whole lot ones. when you put twenty. Right. I mean, it shows we have twenty-seven thousand four eighty-five. That's not right either. Hold on. I'm going to change it to three days. It's going to go down to more like 17,000 is what I saw earlier. Okay, it's even less than that. Now we're at, I was at 17,623 before we started the show. We're now at 16,746. Seems like an awful lot. So it just went up four grand? No, it went down a thousand. Oh. So, good, good that's math skills, an awful Jay. lot. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, um, and if you looked, I, like I just scrolled down there to go see how many are highlighted. There's not that many highlighted, which is odd for for the whole. This is the whole board over three days. So there's something and going on. I mean, doesn't it? Right? I think there is. The it's just, right there. We but. just can't because it's a national formula. We can't identify. We don't have what, you know each how. beaker in front of us, but there's something yeah. goofy in the formula. Coke just doesn't taste right today. Let's see. Um, Alina said the SGT is what the are one you, that's what are you, yeah, What are you guys seeing? What is, I really do want to know, what is everybody seeing or are they not, are they not looking at? Maybe they're not even looking. I don't know. Elena it says, says, Elena says, yeah. Sue, it's only working for a few companies. Yeah. Huh. That's really weird. Which, I mean, that's, I mean, we just listed a whole bunch of, but we we got calls on them already. I think I just listed like eight loads, and I was already getting texts on them almost immediately. Oh, okay, right. And that's what's interesting. Being both a broker and a dispatcher, and yes, she's fully legal and compliant and knows what she's doing. As a broker, you see a whole different perspective than being a dispatcher, don't you? Like You mean for the when, page? Like, uh, in in business, what I'm getting at is when you post loads. I mean, when you post a load, you don't have to sit and wait, do you? No. Right. I mean, your phone rings. I mean, it just goes out there. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, unless it's just something that nobody right. wants. Well, I mean, 
Unless, you know. I mean, it takes time. Unless it's a mattress with a, you know. But, no, but I mean, you know how to post a load to get it moved. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. I well, I try. It doesn't always work out that way just because, you know, sometimes your customers still don't agree with your price. You there you go. The they want it right, and the customer doesn't. And but, it is what it is. But, but. but sometimes there are some companies that I imagine most loads they post sit because, you know. Oh, yeah. It's if a profit too, low, too cheap, whatever. Yeah, you know. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Forget about it. So my point is that as a broker, you see how fast loads can move, whereas a oh, yeah. carrier or dispatcher, it just feel the whole thing feels like molasses half the time. Probably, yeah. Yeah, and it's yeah. interesting. It's it's just very interesting when things are priced right. I mean, they'll move right away. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, it's crazy. But not everybody wants to price them right. They base it sometimes on what everybody else has them listed, and and that doesn't mean they move either. And, and this um, is why cheap does not mean good. That's right. And that's why with auto hauler exchange, one of the things we've talked about is because one, one thing that comes up and we've seen this with like newer load boards. Now auto hauler exchange is a marketplace, but load board marketplace where, you know, a place where you can do business is that when it's newer, it's looked at as well. There's not so many loads there. Well, what if, there's not many loads there because they're priced well and they move fast as opposed to 40,000 mattresses that are triple right. listed. You see, I mean, cool. now again, I'm not making a claim, rather a possible suggested idea, maybe. Well, and it's not just that. It you have to figure that if there's nothing in that area, why would a transporter go to that area if there's only your load listed? You have to make it enticing enough to get them to come to that area, too. So it, it goes both ways. Which, actually, you tell that to a shipper, and they'll probably tell you to buzz off. Like, yeah, well. Right? We got yeah. to give the carrier a reason to go get our load. What? Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, some hey, people get it. Elena's got but, searches. You know, I'll tell you what we're gonna do. We're up. At, we're already. Uh, we're already out of our thir Our first thirty minutes is is out. I was late coming out of the gate. I apologize for that. But do me a favor, cause stick around, cause right after this, we're gonna be live with Super Dispatch support. We'll be right back. Are you completely stressed out from all the calls and the contracts and the verifications of loads, where nobody ever answers the phone? Call Murphy Auto Dispatch Services today. Murphy Auto Dispatch Services has over 15 years in the transport industry. We are your office while you are on the road. We book, we verify, and we bill out your loads for you. We have an excellent accounting staff and an even better dispatch team. Give us a call today at 417-273-0021. Or if you want to email me, it's murphyautotransport31 at yahoo.com. Give us a call today. The next evolution of moving cars faster, smarter, and easier is here. Super Pay by Super Dispatch. Today, shippers waste hours managing fragmented payment systems. And carriers are left wondering, never knowing when they'll finally get the payment they're owed. Superpay saves everyone time and hassle by securely automating payment upon proof of delivery. No more tracking down payments or onboarding carriers to disconnected payment systems. 
With integrated payments with SuperPay, Super Dispatch is now the only end-to-end, all-in-one auto transport platform. Automate payments where you automate transport. Super Dispatch, TMS, mobile app, Super Load Board, and Super Pay helping carriers, dispatchers, brokers, and shippers move cars and get paid fast on one auto transport platform. Visit superdispatch.com. Links are in the live chat. All right, here we go. Please do help me wish a very warm welcome to the Super Dispatch support. Just part of the team, but uh, a team nonetheless. We've got Mac, Jake, Stan. Can you Lost gentlemen and suit? Oh, see, did she drop off? Well, she's oh, back. she's I here. She's having oh, the same here. computer issues I had. My MacBook just decided to reboot on me twice in the past ten minutes. Nice. Well, you know, that's support. Yeah. You know. <laughs> call, call support. Call right, support. Exactly. First, sure. first step in support is: Have you rebooted your machine yet? I like that. I like it when Zoom wants me to update right before I'm about to go live. It's nice. <laughs> Opportunity. <laughs> yeah. Um, welcome, gentlemen. Thank you so much. Thanks for uh, Let's do that. I mean, I know that everybody knows Super Dispatch, um, but let's start. We'll go Stan, Mac, Jake. Stan, please kick us off. Say hello. And then hand sure. the baton, please. Yeah, well, thank you for having me again. I appreciate the opportunity to come on the show So, to, and for all of Super Dispatch does. So Stan Deke, uh, Chief Revenue Officer at Super Dispatch. I oversee our sales and marketing and customer success teams. Uh, so, yeah, just love being part of the show. Thanks, Jay. All right, cool. Thanks, Stan. Mac, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Appreciate you having me on. Yeah, my name's Mac, uh, a.k.a. Super Mac. I've dubbed myself. I'm the uh, support manager here at Super Dispatch and um, been here for about four years. Awesome. Super Mac, great to meet you. Name to a face. It's awesome. And that's yeah. one of the things that's really awesome is just knowing one more person inside of a company, right? It's yeah. awesome. It makes such a difference. So let's meet Jake. Jake, please say hello. Hey. I'm Jake. Um, I'm a senior <laughs> support representative here. Um, I've been here for pretty much about five years, and uh, I'm the guy helping you change your passwords. Right on. All right. So now there's a carrier. So I'm like, really? It was Jake, was it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Allegedly. Allegedly. That's right. It's a really good retort. Um, so now uh, customer support is a big deal. I've been saying that. Somebody else say it. Why? Yeah. What happens? What is what is customer support? Jay, if I can, can I just jump in and just sort of remind you and I think the three we were on um, a couple of weeks ago and I had told the story. This show evolved out of a story from uh, AHA conference, which is upcoming in a couple of weeks, right? So AHA is coming up in a couple of weeks. And Beck, our CEO, was at the at the event. And you mentioned earlier in this show, hey, how hard is it and sometimes to get in touch with the support folks? Can you, do you have to use a bot or whatever it was? And we had gone through the process of trying to be bot first and then maybe help desk and then, you know, live chat and then fourth is hopefully you figure out on your own and then we, then eventually the phone number, right? And so at the show, one of our carrier customers said, and when you're driving a, a car or a truck, 
or you're doing, you're traveling, whatever it might be, like you need the phone number. Um, you don't have time to do a chat. You don't have time to go look through help desk articles. And so that's when we put the phone number back all over the webpage, like you were talking about earlier. And, and we believe, and what we have heard, that our customer success is actually a differentiator. And so that's how this show evolved um, around like, okay, well, what does the customer, customer support team, customer success team actually do? And really the support of supporting both, you know, folks like Sue and then the end, end carriers and drivers is, is really was the, you know, the key differentiator and was sort of the catalyst for this call. Or not call, but session. It's, it's a really good point. Um, and, I, and I'm glad that you brought that up. Um, one, it, and it tells many things. One, it talks about we're re-examining what's best for the carrier, right? Which is a really, really big deal. Um, and two, well, how many companies are doing the bot, chat, email, figure it out, maybe you can call us, right? It's not just one or two. What right. it's most? Well, listen, we do it too. And I think Mac, Jake would agree. Like there are a lot of times where you can help yourself through the, through the chat bot. And we're trying to, um, you know, make it easier for folks who might have a simple question and direct them to it, but we're not going to shy away from just answering the phone. If somebody has a question, like we, you have to be available if somebody has a, an important and timely question. And I think Sue can testify. Uh oh, <laughs> this is official. <laughs> we're on the record that you can't get them on the phone even if you try at some places right so right right absolutely and that what what goes through what goes through your mind in that moment what's that like mm. <laughs> um let her rip stressed <laughs> this is important because this is now this is what you're dealing with now cuz when they finally do get a hold of you Right? It isn't just well, rosebuds. Yeah. You're dealing with an irate customer. How's that, Mac right. and Jake? You like irate customers? <laughs> you know, um, we're used to it. But, yeah, it's uh, some people, you know, they really do need help as soon as they can. You know, a lot of these carriers are out on the road and either having issues with their app or they're just confused about how the product works. And, you know, they're sitting in the lot, they're ready to pick up the vehicle, and they need help immediately. And so we've tried really hard to cater the support team around. It's almost like live dispatching, you know, we're like, we're available, we're on call. Um, we're here to answer your call. And if we miss it, we'll always call you back. You know, we try to be as absolutely as fast as possible. And um, I think a lot of our customers really appreciate that and they really need it. Mm -hmm. You know, what's hard is when you know it was user error. Yeah. But you, you don't want to put it <laughs> usually, right. Usually it is. <laughs> Yeah. Let's talk more about user error. Like, hi. So you know, I don't know. Do you have methodologies? Tell me more about what support looks like. Yeah. yeah. So we we have uh, we do frontline support for everybody. So anything from changing passwords to reactivating accounts, getting loads assigned correctly. We're available via phone, via the chat, through the app, and the website. We also have a support email which routes directly to our chat. And then sometimes we'll give out our personal emails if we're working, you know, one-on-one -on -one with, you know, an important customer and they just want to talk to one person. So we've got a lot of different routes for them to go through. I would say that user error is um, probably a big thing in support. You know, we get a lot of new customers who aren't used to technology. They 
want to tr they're trying really hard to do everything correctly but they just need some hand holding and the generation of car haulers you know they're a little bit older sometimes they don't always feel comfortable using technology and so it's really important for the support team to be able to educate them walk them through how to use the app how to use the website and give them a positive customer experience and make them feel empowered about what they're doing so they don't feel confused and feel lost and um we, tr we try to you know make everybody feel kind of at home you know when they're talking to us yeah and on the topic of user error specifically um the one thing that i've said is uh support is uh we're translators right like they understand the issue and they're trying to convey it to us knowing that they just might not know the system as well it's a tool it takes time to learn. So we, we know the system and we have to translate in ways that understand so that they can pick it up, become self-sufficient. But we're also translating for super dispatch as well. Like we're sending that feedback on to our product team so that we know what the pain points are and that we can make it a lot more smoother. If somebody's having an issue, it's like, well, guaranteed there's probably someone else that is. So we're constantly talking, sending information back and forth um, and uh, just making sure that, you know, we, your office is your truck, and uh, like yeah. you called us, and we just want to get you back, back rolling. Sometimes solving an issue then leads to a new standard operating procedure or FAQ mm -hmm. answer. Talk mm -hmm. more about that, because that's one of the interesting where support isn't just a moment in time; it's a growing library. Yeah, absolutely. We're kind of like user experience researchers as well, so like while we're supporting customers, we're also doing research on our customer base and learning their pain points, learning their needs. I like to ask people on the phone, like, hey, why do you need this feature? Or like, why are you trying to do this and that? I don't always understand everything that they're going through, but I try to get as much information from them as possible so I can kind of understand their experience and put myself in their shoes. And like Jake said, we take that information, we translate it back to our team, and we use that consistently to improve the product and uh, give good feedback to the teams who are developing the product and always trying to make it better, always trying to improve. We've, it's it's yeah, almost right. gotten to the point, sorry, uh, yeah, it's no. gotten almost to the point where uh, support supports support. Like we have people yes. that are actually like, uh -huh. you know, like we're trying to be as efficient as possible and in the process of scaling that, because Mac and I pretty much been in support since the start that it starts scaling. and. Uh, we're just like, we need more hands, but then we started like making it just bigger in and of itself. Support is now its own thing that needs support. Um, yeah. And uh, it just becomes a well-oiled machine. Well, well this is- things the team has done standard. really well, you know, is as we've scaled, we haven't had, uh, you know, from a linear perspective, add, add people, right? You know, we, we have been able to significantly um, you know, grow the number of carriers and drivers using the product on the shipper side as well. Um, but, you know, the, the, the team continues to build more tools and quicker help articles, or let me, uh, you know, the, that's, that's where, you know, one or two questions on the bot on the front end before you get to a support person helps streamline a process. Like, oh, I know exactly what you're asking about. So by the time they come through, the team can be much more efficient and it's a quicker support experience for for everybody. So, you know, I think the 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 ability to scale with our growing customer base and the complexity of the product has been really impressive. You know, from what Mac and Jake and the team have built over the years. Yeah. 
Yeah, um, a lot of it too is um, it's community building as well. You know, we're building relationships with carriers and shippers. They're getting to know us. They know who we are. They know they know what we look like now. So, it's it's good in support. We you know we're we're not just like bots who are answering questions. We're actual people. You know, we understand their issues and we're trying to understand them and build those relationships over time. And we actually have some pretty funny recordings. Andrew, who's on the team, shared internally, like on our Slack channel. He called somebody back once. And, it was, and, it, and to his credit, he did sound a little robotic. He was like, hi, this is Andrew from Super Dispatch. And I'm calling because you called in. And the person on the other end goes, are you a robot? He's like, nope, I'm a real person. <laughs> he just kind of played that that recording internally. Because <laughs> I think they were shocked that they got a call back from a live person. Yeah. What I think is neat is then as you grow a department like support, and this is, again, advice for another company that if there's a company out there that's so focused on revenue generation and sales that they haven't developed a real support team is that support will help you improve other areas of your company. Yeah, 100%. It's yeah. not just a time tool. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. I think the other thing is support isn't just customer support. I think Mac, maybe uh, you know your your team isn't just answering questions of how to or I can't change password. You know, there's other stuff happening within the industry that support is often the the tip of the spear when it comes to all sorts of questions, not just you know technical yeah. assistance. Right? I don't know if you want to talk a minute about that. Yeah, I mean, we do everything, you know, everything from frontline support, which is like those basic, you know, password resets, that type of thing, all the way up to tier two, tier three type issues, system outages, these type of things, legal stuff, compliance things, basic product education. You know, we, we're, we're kind of touching it all and we're on the front line. So, you know, support is really important at Super Dispatch for that reason. We're taking in so much information and so much data on a daily basis. And so we've been working really hard to kind of revolutionize how we take that data, how we use it, and how we spit it back to the customers and improve their experience. And that result is actually really good for product as well, because the smarter your customers are, the more intricate the uh, feature requests can get, or the more detailed the bug reports could be. Like, if they're smarter, it helps everybody. And like, when you have power users, the whole system improves, because now someone who not only knows your system, knows the industry, and they can help um, you know, just like kind of transform it to better suit uh, the everyday user because they are the everyday user. Well, I think Jake, through your background, like you, you said, you've been here a few years, you know, four or five years, but you, you've also been previously in the in the in the space, right? So I think, yeah, just having I having that knowledge, it speaks to the your knowledge, right? Yeah, um, I was in freight for like a good good year or two prior, um, but uh, yeah. Yeah, um, I was pretty much in a warehouse. I got to talk to plenty of drivers about the situation and like just how that worked. And it just seemed like because I was just right in the heart, right, right in the Midwest. And there were drivers from everywhere talking about like, you know, like snowbird season this and, you know, uh, you know, bad routes that. Um, so it's I'm just used to hearing drivers uh, talk. It is really something. It's power users. When you talk about power users, when whatever it is, whatever the company, the brand, the product or service, when somebody's so enthusiastic about what your company provides, they will think about in their day, randomly, a way to give you positive and useful information that you might have had to spend internally to develop, whether through a focus group 
you just some expensive marketing uh, group, but instead you got a power user saying, hey, check this out. I got an idea. I'm at the yeah. auction. I want to tell you what you should do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, That's it goes back to that relationship building thing too. You know, we've had the same carriers and shippers coming into support for many, many years. They know who we are. They know that we're receptive to feedback and that we're actually going to do something about it. And even if things don't get released on time or like the, as fast as they want, we still have taken that feedback and we're factoring it into our builds. So I think that they appreciate that and we appreciate them too. We're always open to feedback. We're always open to communicating about issues that they're having. Um, so don't ever hold back, you know, if you're having an issue or if you just want to improve the product and, you know, don't be afraid to email us. And I think one of the other things I think, and Jake has taken lead on a lot of this, but, you know, we talked about the, the different levels of support things from something as simple as, can you help me change my password to, you know, tier three, we're, we're supporting people who are trying to build a really complex technology integrations, yeah. right? Where, you know, there are critical external business systems that our system needs to communicate with. And so, you know, having a team that can handle that variety of complexity is really important. But then also, uh, you know, the support team is also the, the, the tip of the spear when it comes to somebody thinks there's a fraud or double brokering or, you know, we do everything on the front end to try to prevent that. But if any issues come up, you know, it usually begins with the someone on the support team, probably Jake, um, you know, and, and, and I think that's a, another differentiator is the, the speed with which this team and then our back end compliance team, which is dedicated to those kind of things, actually resolves those issues. Yeah. And we have processes for those types of things when they come up, you know, we're built, we're all constantly improving those processes over time. Leave the phrases, happy load board, happy life. <laughs> there you yeah, go. That's the, uh, common phrase. Good one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. Um, so Sue, I guess Sue. Yeah, Sue, are, good. Oh uh, no, I was going to ask a question yeah. just to, to Sue, right? You know, yeah. you're you're you mentioned earlier that you're operating a support for different drivers, and you're not always available, um, or you right. have questions about different things, and you know, like when it, when a driver calls you, if they have a support question and it's technology related, what do you normally do? I'm very curious. So, like, for example, like, if it has to do with an app, is that what you mean? Like, Yeah, so if you have a question about a load or an with... app, or, but, but really the, the, right. the tech piece of it, the app piece. I mean, so the app piece, if it was something I couldn't explain to them, because uh, generally it's going to be Super Dispatch or, or, you know, one of the outside brokers that uses their own apps. For you guys, if I can't figure it out, I'll send them to one of you guys and I'll say, can you call my driver? And you guys always do <laughs> to help them walk it through it and figure out what's going on. Um, or there's something just going on and you guys have to fix it first because it's a, you know, it's it's the whole thing, you know. Um, that very rarely happens, just so everybody knows. Super Dispatch is really on top of their stuff, so you don't usually have to worry about that. Um, now, if it's like, say, Ready Auto or Cars Arrive or Metro and they can't get the app to work, you know what I tell them? <laughs> don't use the app. Use Super Dispatch and move on. Because <laughs> getting a hold Ding. of Metro or getting wow. a hold of Ready or getting a hold of United Road is damn near impossible. And um, I have had them call into 
you know, those places to see what's going on. You can't get a hold of anybody. It's usually it's something to do with the Internet or something to that effect. Um, so when it happens, we don't have time. So I just tell them to use Super Dispatch and we'll figure it out. I'll let them know and send them an email. And most of them are, you know, work with you guys. So it's not usually an issue. I know they always say on like Metro, for example, says you must use our app, but most of my guys do not. Um, we use Super Dispatch for everything. Um, I usually make them, if, if the other app is working, I usually make them use both because I don't know how many times RAD or United Road, the load disappears and we never really hauled it and we don't have proof of it. Well, that we do if we do both. And I always keep paperwork for all those companies as well because uh, it has happened. RAD has said we have never carried the load and I had kept the paperwork and our bill of lading so they can go back in and fix everything and pay us so i hate to say it but that happens all the time <laughs> wow. this but. is you know i'll jump in here too because this is probably uh you know we here on dispatching live there's controversial moments and this may this may be another one because the truth is in all the years i was dispatching i don't think i ever really talked to anybody that's pretty broad. Maybe there was somebody somewhere. But about help with the technology of that company. I could reach sales, mm -hmm. maybe. Right? You could reach somebody mm -hmm. in, like, sales or... I don't know. I really never really was sure what people did. Like, at Ready Auto, there was a few people I, I started to make friends with. But they still didn't work in... Yeah, they're all gone. <laughs> Well, shoot. <laughs> they are. And like everybody that I knew at any of those major companies are gone. There were there were some so dispatchers like that Yeah, there we go. So we're just doing it, man. Where's that waiver? You know, there were some dispatchers at United Road that I could call. I don't I but they're yep. gone. Yeah. Um Yep. I know you show the Metro bot and that just sums it up. And then I don't say central. Yeah. We we've we've talked about this so many times. But at the, see, with, with Central, you're dealing with so many thousands of loads and such a, I mean, I don't even know. How would you even, can we broach that? How would you even get in the middle of, like, what if somebody said, okay, we're going to drop ship a, a Central Dispatch support crew. We're going to do a dozen members on the ground in the desert. Go, go, go. Like, what would that look like? I guess it would be a strike force. <laughs> it would be very, yeah. like... You you need a lot of people. Um, you would you would definitely need a plan for um, like the one thing that we wanted to do and support is just you know keep it keep it personal. Like humans just get it done faster. They can hear what the problem is and then provide the answer. But the automation is important um, because it's in some cases it is faster. So it's just like why not just have both options of like if automation works and it's faster, then we'll do that. If talking to person it talking in person is faster than we'll do that so we just did both um yeah. i would i would start padding that out it's like okay let's start figuring out all the entry points that we have that they would have issues with mobile app website whatever and uh probably just you know have specialists in those fields and that was it. an incredible response honestly very insightful and that was a good idea look at what are all the entry points? That's a really good way to look at it. Yeah, to their to these companies' credits, like 
doing support is hard, and I could see why it would be difficult for them to build support teams out and build processes out because there are so many drivers, so many carriers, so many loads, and so many issues that just come up on the road. You know, it is a lot of data to capture. It is a lot of issues to deal with. And so over the years on the support team, you know, we've tried really hard to kind of segment all these different issues out, the different carrier and uh, or the different customer segments so we can give them a more personalized experience and also strike a balance between, like Jake said, the, the personal touch and also some of the automation. So we're constantly improving that. And, you know, it, it's a lot. I'm not going to lie. It's a yeah. lot. Well, and there's a third dimension of it, which is the, the urgency and the timeliness of a yeah. particular issue, right? So, you know, the, yeah, everybody always has their two by two. Is it urgent and is it important? Well, some things are, you know, super urgent and they just need to be dealt with immediately. And other things are, you know, not as urgent, but they require a different level of diligence. And I think when yeah. you start to hit scale, the urgency and your ability to respond to urgent issues in a, in, in a, a lot of urgent issues all at one time. This is not just one person has an urgent issue. It's typically a whole lot of people have an urgent issue at the exact same time. That then becomes, that that's where the real challenge lies. If it's just a team of people answering one or two issues, regardless of the complexity, you can figure that out. But when you have a team of people who have to answer really complex questions and then a whole bunch of urgent questions all at the same time, that's where support's really hard. Yeah. That's where it becomes like, it's like DOS boot and hunt for red October. You're in the sub and oh my gosh, everybody hang on. Right. And there will be those days. Yeah. Yeah. That's really fascinating. So you have to be ready for those days. You don't know which day it'll be. Yeah. No, it's, it's every day is different for sure. When You're gonna we, start watching Das Boot in the office now, right? You know that movie, Das yeah, Boot. Yeah, we'll just have it playing in the background all the time. Stuff. <laughs> yeah, the quotable movie in sport. The Teffenmeister. It tells you the depth, which builds cool. up the pressure. Okay. Yeah. Everybody should have Teffenmeister. <laughs> um, now Sue is, she's either here or she's not, or she's dealing with support somewhere. Sue. <laughs> Get Zoom support on. She's. She's with she's, us. She's I know we're near the end of our segment, yeah. and I, I really, you know, Stan, you know, like I like to, I like to cover the material we want to make sure we cover, and then we kind of get into a little bit of industry talk. I feel like we've yeah. done all of those things. I do want to say this though. Don't you feel good when you feel like you've done a great job that day in support? Doesn't that feel great? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And and the user feels great. The company feels great, as opposed to, right? Right now, there's there's somebody somewhere where the Teffenmeister's blowing off the pressure scale, and everybody's hiding from the emails and the chats, right? And that's horrible. You never want to do that. Yeah, that's not yeah. support. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's regardless of how uncomfortable things are. Sometimes you've got to go figure it out. Yeah. And even with those, uh, the like the customers where it gets angry or something like that, um, like a lot of the ones that actually like end uh, end, I just like he's just like, I'm sorry, man. It was just <laughs> it was just so frustrating. It's like no, no, no. I I get it, man. It's like it gets real. Like totally. it's just like it's yeah, we just have like, some yeah. some real I'm moments. Sorry, I screamed at you. <laughs> yeah. Literally, I mean, they. Will I, I can see the like, car. I'm, sorry, now. I'm, just, I'm having a bad day today. I didn't mean to yell at you. <laughs> yeah, it's good. I don't blame you. It's all right. Well, that's, and that is awesome. Yeah, because 
that's getting back to the user. We're talking, what, over half carriers in the field. Gotta load this car. Don't have time to screw around. Having a problem. Yeah. They have a, and they're under a time crunch. I mean, I always think, you know, it's funny. There's somebody asked a support question, uh, not a support question. I got asked by somebody who was doing market research around, um, like, oh, you guys are in the transport and logistics space. What's the value of the cargo? You know, thinking that it was going to be, you know, paper towels or something. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, like if you get seven or nine cars on a carrier, like the value of the cargo is really, really expensive. You could easily have you know, a quarter of a half a million dollars of, of cargo and somebody's yeah. under time pressure. Like just the, 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 the stress that goes along with that is different than, you know, a dry van full of, you know, toilet paper. Oh yeah. No. Well, that's the specialization of the auto logistics industry that is at a it's at a it's at a next level absolutely It'd be like expediting aircraft parts you'd feel the you know you could feel the pressure 100 percent. i'm guessing i'm just spitballing maybe. um but maybe you know there you go all right, all right um Gary. well so all right any final thoughts is sue sue are you with us hmm Maybe she might be working. Sorry. My... Oh, there she is. She's no, it's uh, my internet keeps going in and out. I've been dropped. I don't know how many times. Yeah, I know. we've got weather coming. Sorry. <laughs> oh, we do have weather coming. Okay. Um. So, all right. Final thoughts, anybody in in the live chat? Uh, Anita Zuby is talking about um, what was it, Jake? What was the quote? Happy load board, happy life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I think Anita is going to start making uh, merchandise. That says happy load board, which is a great idea. Put my face yeah. right on. Yeah. I don't know, Jake. Jake, Mac, you guys got any any parting shots, any words of wisdom? If somebody's reaching out to support, what makes your jobs easier? If somebody is going to reach out to you guys, what are the first two questions you normally ask? Maybe. Um, typically, we it helps to have as much information as possible about who they are, what product they're logged into, what the issue is. The more information that we have on our hands, the faster and the easier it will be to resolve their issue. A lot of people will come into support not really understanding what the issue is or um, you know, or what's going on. So as, as much information as possible is super helpful. Yeah, Good much. point. Good point. I just want to say, right, hey, listen, I got an Android. I got a Samsung. I got yeah. a 3.1, right? That kind of stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which is interesting because yeah, you don't you don't know that. Jake, yeah. what you well, say? we we do capture a lot of that data when it comes in, but it's always good to confirm. You know, we have to confirm yeah. a lot and get as much. We we ask a lot of questions. You know, we're very inquisitive, and it's for a reason. We're not just trying to be annoying. You know, we're we need the information so we can help you better. So if it seems like we're just asking a bunch of questions to be annoying, it's actually because we're just trying to help and trying to get it done quicker. So. Yeah, pretty much ditto on everything Max said. Uh, the only other bit of advice, or only thing that I have to comment on is uh, I'm not Jake from State Farm. Uh. Right, not Jake from State Farm, not wearing khakis. Yeah, I wore khakis in my profile picture, too. I, I don't know what I was thinking. That's <laughs> great. It's awesome. Awesome. All that right. was awesome. Really great stuff. Thank you, gentlemen, for joining me today. And Sue on Dispatching Live, really appreciate it. Great info. Thank you, guys. Always a pleasure to be here. Appreciate it. Have a good rest of the day. Thank you. Bye, guys.
All right, so we'll let them go, and we'll finish out the show. Um, I think we have... This will actually bring us back into uh, some Super Dispatch stuff. I mean, uh, Central Dispatch. Okay, here we go. Hey, did you get the memo? Um, this was earlier, right? Thank you for reaching out to us. Send it in the Central. Now, do we do we know if there is still a load board question? Elena yeah, seems, uh, I think Elena oh, said it was working back again, on now. Okay. if I'm not mistaken. All right, yeah. cool. That's awesome. All right, crisis averted. Love that. Yep. Okay, I thought the purpose of social media was to bring awareness of the good, bad, and the ugly of any business, Jay. How much are dealers paying right now? We're talking about social media, and I like it. I like that. Uh, you know, it was funny. It was doing the show, and... I even said, I think, I was like, man, well, it sounds like everything is just peachy, but if it's not, put it in the comments below, and, and, and here we go, you know. ETAs can be provided without tracking the driver. Boy, the driver tracking thing is controversial. Uh, lack of truck parking? Yeah. Oof, yeah. That one stings. Um, truckers are not uh, compensated adequately? Yeah. Who do you tell that to? Um, oh, this one, man. Why Central Dispatch allows bad reviews without even verifying if they are true? Literally, this is destroying hardworking companies. Now, I am reading a comment left on ATI on a Dispatcher live show. Is Yeah, I thought, I, you know what? I, I think that the way this is worded, it's really to the point. Yeah, bad reviews can really hurt your company. Well, and, and here's the thing. It's just like I, I dispatched a car to this company. They have horrible re – they didn't have horrible reviews, but they had bad reviews. I took that into consideration because I've let them – they actually were to haul a car for me last year, and they canceled on me, and I still let them – and they listened to me. I can't haul for you because of your bad reviews. And I said, right. you have reviews on there that are way worse than mine, and my reviews are people that are giving me bad reviews because I gave them a bad review because they didn't pay me broker fees. And it says that on there. And that's the thing. What I said all along was going to happen, was going to happen, was that when you give someone a negative, they're going to give you one back and they're going to lie. So depending on, you know, who you are, how you know how things work, you're going to take it however you see it on there, right? So I personally think the reviews mean nothing anymore. Like well, literally nothing. <laughs> you're, I mean, you're right. When you think of like, I laugh, I, I, maybe I laugh because it's uncomfortably true by Pink Floyd, yeah. and that is that, uh, you know, if you're dealing in a viper pit, what do you think the reviews are going to be like? Yeah. I mean... That's exactly it. God. I mean, you know, it's crazy. It, whatever. It's bad. It's really bad. That's why I picked this up. I didn't even fuzz the guy's name out, because I'm like, you know, how do you argue with this? Destroying right. hardworking companies. Shouldn't that drive home the need... People are going out of business because of their bad reviews that are yeah. maybe just retaliatory and unjustified. Yeah, that's pretty rough. Um, hey, this came in. This is a really good idea. Do you think that lately there have been a lot of drivers who have problems with English language? And I know yes. that it can be uncomfortable to talk about language barriers, but on ATI, we just, we're, we're, we're not going to get caught up in a pretzel on, you know, no, DEI I mean, it just literally you know, happened to us before I came on the show. 
a broker from a, a, a dispatcher, whatever you want to call him, from a big broker called me, could not speak English. We had to cancel a car because we had an exhaust leak, right? And he didn't understand what an exhaust leak was. There you go, because he doesn't know the words in his language. Yeah, and we had to explain. We kept saying the exhaust leak is going up into the cab of the truck. It's making somebody sick. Oh, my God. We have to take care of it. And he couldn't understand that. Could not understand that. Exhaust. Right. And I've 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 been on the phone in those situations. And it's this is where, actually... The people that are saying that we're going to politically incorrect ourselves to death are actually trying to tell you something. Because that's what happened with the exhaust. Is that, yeah? listen man, we can't, we can't communicate. I think I've said this to somebody on the phone. I can't communicate with you no matter how loud I yell. Right? Right. This, is, this isn't a volume problem. We're never going to get there. I, I got to cancel. I'm sorry. crazy so this this is a great idea i don't know how it takes place but it is a great idea and and how many people did we just tick off because we talked about language barrier (laughs) well right there's now a van driving around harvard with our names okay um Add routes and dispatch center to be notified when a load is posted along your route. I always love hearing where technology is trying to help carriers stay loaded faster. So Mark at Dispatch Center Superflow Systems is continuing to work on how to improve his technology to help the carrier stay loaded faster. I talked to Mark again recently and um, he's working on something cool. So hopefully... um, he can, he can let us know more about it by the end of the year. That's what we're hoping. Let's see. Welcome to Auto Transport. we got 15 minutes left. Oh, we did the bell. Look at that. I think I, I rang the bell once. By the way, you know what? I figured it out. It's not the bell. That's that, You know why the likes are up? It's not what? the bell. You were right. What? Super Dispatch. Okay. <laughs> Super Dispatch always brings okay. the likes. I mean, honestly, the bell isn't that big of a deal. How dare you? It was like a foghorn or right. something like that. Okay? Well, it's, a, we, it's a freaking bell. <laughs> well, I was talking to Mark on. about the bell and because he was like, well, when you had the cowbell, right? Because I had to retire that. That thing yeah. was insane. I still have it, by the right. way, just in case. Yeah. Um, all right. I know we're not going to keep school in any longer. We're going to go in a few minutes. I can see, I can see everybody packing up their backpacks. Remember that in school? You could tell it was almost the end of the class and everyone's packing up and not listening to the teacher. So anyways, um, in Landline Magazine, Operation Safe Driver results are in. And who were the problem children on the road? Speaking of class and children. I don't know if we're going to get there. We'll try. Operation Safe Driver Week was held in July, which is just a great name. During that week, there were 11,000-plus traffic stops, resulted in almost 5,000 tickets and over 5,000 warnings. Let's break it down. Let's get to the information, Jay. The bell's about to ring. Truck drivers received more warnings than tickets, and passenger vehicles, four-wheelers, received more tickets than warnings. 
Hey, passenger vehicle drivers racked up 64% of speeding tickets. Truck drivers, on the other hand, 36%. So who's speeding who, by the way? You know, every time I hear about truck speed limiters, I'm like, that dude is blowing past everybody. Wait, that guy, that guy, that guy, that guy. You know how many people are speeding on the road and they're in cars? It's not the trucks, man. It's not the trucks stupid <laughs> versus the economy stupid. Okay, good uh -huh. one, Jay. Um, send it in to autotransportintel at gmail.com. That's right, I got to change the Gmail one of these days. That's the podcast. Look for the shorts. It's the Car Shipping Business Channel. Have you seen any of the shorts? Um, on, uh, that'd be a good campaign. Watch my shorts. Have you seen the shorts on ATI? Um, anyways, huh. there's been some shorts. We're putting some oh, shorts yeah. out. Yeah, we're bringing out the shorts. <laughs> and, um, there's been some good ones. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You just have to take my word for it. Really? No visuals? <laughs> no cutaway? Nothing? Um, <laughs> no dinging? Stand like the bell. No dingy. I got nothing over here. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of a nice change. I'm going to go without it for a little while. Okay. You know, try the mohawk. <laughs> Mojito. I don't know. Just something different. Um, by the way, we won't even take you to 90 minutes. We'll let you go early. If anybody's got okay. anything else, I think we covered everything. I mean, central dispatch got fixed. I feel great about that. Sweet. Yeah. Thank God I already had my driver loaded. So. <laughs> uh, another day in the office. <laughs> all right i want to thank super dispatch thanks so much stan and jake and mac and everybody in the live chat um really do appreciate the hard work and support i want to thank everybody else for tuning in the live chat saying hello and uh, commenting leaving a like sharing spread the great word of ati i I just couldn't be happier. What are we on? What show is this? This is 145 in a row on Dispatching Live. Well, I don't know about the row part, but it's show 145 on Dispatching Live. It's, and I, I'm loving what's happening here. Sweet. Are you loving it? So it's a total of 145 shows. Is this that what was you our, mean? That's right. This was our 145th Dispatching Live. Did you did you ever go back to see when we started? Because I know it was before COVID. Oh we, yeah, we talked no. about it a few times. Well, we did talk about it. I'd have to go look it in the archive, and that means you know, I got to go. I got to go way back in the library, <laughs> down in the steam tunnels, take a ship. Um, <laughs> but uh, or walk over there. But anyways, <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's 2019, and okay. Um, yeah, it's just it's it's great stuff. Even Sweet. like the the thumbnail. Did you see yeah. today's thumbnail? Yeah, so. I did with everybody's pictures on it. It looks pretty really cool. cool, right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's pretty neat. Yeah. Really Oh, wait, can't see. There we go. Yeah, it really came out great. So, yeah, pretty neat stuff. I like some of the, you know, the tweaks and um, you know, and and, and through any change there's going to be, you know, gonna break a few glasses so we got some you know we got a couple scars but um 
<laughs> really excited to see some of the new changes and what's happening and kind of what I'm doing now. I mean, it's October and this goes back into junior in Florida is that here it is October. Take a look at Q4 is always interesting. You know, talking, I didn't always talk in Qs, but I do now. Q1, Q2, Q3, Q4. Those are the quarters of the year. Just like the quarters of a football game. There's no need to even do that, but it is America. Ding, Santa of the belt. Um, so it's Q4, fourth quarter. Good time to look at, all right, what, what can you do to really get ready for Q1 2024? And so, you know, try to try to there's there's always stuff that didn't get done through the year see if you can get stuff done no way elena's got the date february 20 2020 is our first dispatching live is that real that could be i don't know she looked it up it could be Thanks, well, let's see. Wow. that's neat man that's really neat that sounds about right, actually, because that had been before. That'd be really close. When COVID got really going, right? Actually, yeah, that is February 20, 2020 is right before we all got COVID. I mean, literally. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow, that's wild. Thanks, that Elena. Is wild. That is so, thank you. Power user. <laughs> this is neat, really, really neat. Um,. My mind went totally blank. I was so excited. That's the nice thing about excitement. It cleans the slate. Ah, I was talking about getting stuff done. So try to get some of those things done. You know, you've had an engine sitting on the block on wheels in the corner for four years. Try to do something with it. Right? Get that thing moved. Yeah. Either sell it or fix it or do something. Try to do that. It's Q4. Get ready for Q1 because uh, you also you got to prepare for the holidays. That's one of the other things about interesting about Q4 is that um, you got to prepare for the holidays. Try and get ready for January. And also, what what you do, you then get and realize because as it gets colder, life just gets more difficult. So use the summer months to get those things done. That will be much harder to try to do in the colder months. What kind of show is this? Um, then you say that's what I've tried to do. I try to use the summer months to make my life easier for the colder months. I don't know. Squirrels and nuts and bears and oh. Oh, grasshoppers. Wow. <laughs> is that part of the grasshopper squirrel bear story? It's not a thing. Um <laughs> Chris is like, oh my god, have you been in my garage? I knew it. Alright, ding. Um, I want to thank everybody. I continue to thank everybody. Always thanking everybody. And um, But like on the support, I wrote this down. It's always good to try to put yourself in somebody else's shoes. And so um, let's continue to do that. Oh, Elena said we got to see rare footage of Sue in her office. Yeah, that is rare footage. Yeah. <laughs> Much coveted rare footage, mind you. <laughs> yep, doesn't usually work. That's for sure. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, all right. 
Everybody, here we go. 125. What do we say, office? What do we say, office? Goodbye, Sue. Goodbye, Sue. Thanks, everybody, so much. See you soon. And, hey, cars on the move tomorrow. Marketing Intel Solutions, join us. We'll see you soon, everybody. Thank you so much. Take care.